What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my partner, Angel Masonette, and we are both retired NYPD detectives. And we're here to cover the Week in Crime. And uh, although we don't have many, many stories this week, it wasn't a crazy week. We have one crazy story up top. But before we do that, let's just catch up with Angel because um, I wasn't even sure that this was like a game time decision with you. You know, you had you had some Halloween plans and stuff, and I wasn't sure if I was going to do the show. And then I said, you know what, I'll do the show. And then I, I threw it out there for you. But you came through like a champ, man. So thank you. Thanks, bro. I just had a lot going on today. Um, I got kids coming on my driveway. My dogs go crazy. Um, you know, the normal stuff. So I don't want to. Uh-huh. I didn't want to be a detriment to the show, but um, I'm in my man cave. I got my thin blue line flag behind me. Uh, I got my gym gear on. I, I almost died on the elliptical again today, so I'm here. Let's do it. <clears throat> how, how much time are you do on the elliptical? Uh, 35, 40 minutes. Depends. Oh, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so. I almost went to the gym today, man. <laughs> almost counts <laughs> yeah no no tomorrow i'm gonna go but Hang i went to name. vote any any excuse i went to vote today like i voted way like way 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 early just so i didn't have to go to gym yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's see what comes up tomorrow <laughs> what excuse i can no, <laughs> i have to vote today it's right, two weeks right. before the freaking thing um uh, do, are you a big halloween guy um usually i throw on my michael myers mask i got a i got an authentic one uh-huh. um, is, Here's a bit of trivia for you. Do you know, you probably know, what the uh, original mask was for Halloween? Where did it come from? Was it a Michael, Michael Jackson? No. Michael, Michael Jackson mask? What was nope. it? It's a William Shatner mask. It's actually oh, Captain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Captain yeah. Kirk mask. Yeah, that they spray painted. But uh, <laughs> So I have a really authentic, a good one. And being that I'm 6'5", um, big and ugly, I put on like a, a, a jumpsuit and I put the mask on. And the kids in the neighborhood, they all know. You know, they're all getting older. I started this five years ago. When I first uh-huh. built this house, so um, now the the ten year olds are fifteen and the five year olds are ten, so they're getting the gist uh-huh. of it. But they love it, they love uh-huh. it. It's, you know, they get scared shitless, so it's it's a good thing. But um, you know, yeah. So I do that. You know what? I regret it, but you know, like thinking back, I stopped getting dressed up at like I don't know, maybe eight years old or nine years old. It was already not even cool anymore because <laughs> we now we started doing bombing. Like I grew up in Astoria, so. Instead of like, get, well, you would get, you wouldn't get dressed up, but you would get shaving cream and you put in your hair and make Eggs, a mohawk out of it yeah, yeah, and yeah. just walk around terrorizing the neighborhood. <laughs> and I was doing that by like nine years old, man. That was it. I was <clears> like, I, and plus the font, you know what? Uh, you know what? It's so funny what you grew up with. Like we grew up, I grew up on happy day. We grew up on happy days and the right. fonts never, squiggy, you know, like to me, to me, my idols were the fonts. And John Travolta, like Saturday Night Fever and Grease, those were like the guys, my cool hair, guys, my hair, my cool, hair. cool guys. <laughs> so the Fonz never got dressed up. Maybe once in a while he put a th- he put that little mask on, you know, like yeah, that Robin yeah, mask. The Lone Ranger, the Lone yeah, Ranger but mask. you know, he still had the leather jacket on, you know. <laughs> Him and Pinky so, Tuscadero, remember Pinky Tuscadero? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of uh, course. Yeah. So I stopped getting dressed up real early, and plus my house. Um, you know, my grandparents, I, I, I was, I lived with my grandparents. They were from Czechoslovakia. They survived World War II. Oh, wow. My grandfather was, uh, uh, in a work camp for five years from 17 to 21. Wow. So 
they didn't like un- unsuspected knocks on the door. You know what I'm saying? Like that scared the crap out of him. My mother so every like single that. time the door, and you know how Halloween is. It's crazy. Every single time the doorbell would ring, my grandfather would go, yes, she's Maria Pocristofana. What the hell is this? And it would be every year. And I'd be like, grandpa, those are my friends. It's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Good stuff. Uh, what do you, let's say hello to the people in the chat. Why don't we? Uh, let's start off from the top. I got to go all the way because uh, everybody's chatting. I'm up, up here. Time. I'm up here. Ruth Ann Griffin. Hello, Ruth. Kim Alliston. Uh, Raquel Pranzo. She jumped on early. Hello, darling. How are you? Uh, hey, they got a nice car, Peter. I and, saw uh, that Raquel. convertible. I'm going to have to go. The Viper. With, I'm going to have to see if I get a ride and let the wind go that through my badass, hair. That is badass, man. That is yeah. badass. I saw the pictures, man. London girl from across the pond. Hello, hello, hello. Little Mermaid Luisa. She's the best. You want to give oh, her Oh, you know what? Out? Yeah, hold on one second. I want to show you something. She's the best. Where the hell did I put it? Um, Luisa came up with this really cool idea to make uh, stickers out of our logo. Yeah. And she actually created a sticker, and she put it on her, uh, her laptop there. Nice. And it's pretty cool. So now... Uh, I think it's a phenomenal idea. I think we should definitely do it. The only problem is that it's up to me. And <laughs> if it's left up to me, there's a 99% chance I can't take one more thing on my plate. There's I not mean. one more thing I could add to my plate. Uh, no, so if you're out no. there and you're into graphics and you want to create this thing and I don't know, it just sounds like so much freaking work to me. Let's Bible, go back to the Bible. chat. Pauline, Pauline, to the chat. Thank you. Thank you, Louisa. It's a it's a great great idea and hopefully um I'll be able to work on it and do it. So uh we got Luisa, we love you. Thank you, sweetheart. Pauline Buckles, Jojo, Milwaukee Civilian, what's up? Ba- the bamboozled one. Milwaukee what did he civilian. say? He said almost, almost forgot, forgot about, about the, the show. show. My stylist just finished. I have a few extra minutes before my petty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's messing with me, I think. Yeah, uh, I think so. Well, too. I, that, he's it, what he's trying to tell me is my hair came out really well tonight. <laughs> That's what he's trying to tell me. He likes. To, you know what? When I'm gonna fix this thing right here. By the way, I'm gonna get yeah. plugs for that shit. We're gonna plug fixed, that right up. I I fixed mine in 1997. Hey, listen, um, I made I made it to 55, but we're gonna fix that right up. <laughs> I got an Lieutenant, announcement coming up in a couple of uh, weeks, but um, okay. Whenever I get over there. <laughs> uh, that's the place where I'm going to fix it up, and I know people over there. They're going to tell you, I'm going to. It'll be nice again. Over there, over I'm there. I'm going to look forty people again. People over there, yeah. I don't know about that. Um, Lieutenant Peter Pranzo, hello, LT. What's up? Thanks for joining us. Um, who else we got? Who did we miss? Dawn Marie, hello, Dawn Marie. Dawn Marie, hello. How you doing? Sandra H, hello, hello, hello. Who else we got? Desiree <laughs> Parker. Hi, chat. Hello. With uh, what does she got there? Little uh, Halloween you pumpkins. You said hello oh, to Emery, right? Hi, yes, Emery. I did. I did. I did. Um, I think we got everybody. We got Ashley everybody. Oaks. Ashley Oaks. Ashley Oaks. Hello, Ashley. Um, Sandra H. Lady Catherine Perry. Hello, Lady Catherine Perry. Um. Mary Goldstein. Yes, 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 yes. I think we got everybody. Yeah, Mary Goldstein says, uh, so what are you guys for Halloween? Firefighters? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd be sleeping if we were firefighters. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? Like I said, I wasn't 
but I, I thought about it. Like, what could I put on tonight? Like, and then I thought about a mustache or something. <laughs> but I, I, I ran out of time. I didn't really, but it would have been cool to put something on. I I'm really, big... admi- I admire the people that, um, that get, do the costume thing. I really, really do. Cause I wish I had it in me. Um, but I always, I always worry about being cool, man. I was like, I, I was the guy that show up at the party and everybody's dressed up and I, I'd be like me. I'm like, I don't want to get dressed up. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Listen, I'm going as a superstar. Yeah, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm coming as a big, ugly, uh, bold, old, retired cop. That's my costume. Um, Jeffrey you know, Crowley. What's up, Jeff? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. No, when I was a kid, I remember uh, we, we went to this club in Astoria for Halloween. It was called uh, Papagallos. And it was, I think, five dollars to get in. It was on Steinway Street, and uh, it was five dollars to get in. Oh no, it was Greek. If right? if you uh, if you didn't have a costume on, and it was free, oh, wow. it was free if you had a costume. So I'm with my boys right now. We're all going into Papagallos. We're all giving the five dollars. And my friend George, my friend George steps up, and the, the guy's reaching out to get his five dollars, and he goes. Nah, man, I'm, I'm in my, this is my costume. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, really? What are you? He, and he goes, I'm the Shams man. And he, do you remember Shams? Makes oh, a fantasy real. The, the T-shirt, and it was a little logo oh, on the shirt. Oh, no, no, no. And no, it was no. the guy, and he had the fighter pilot hat on and the, the lightning <laughs> bolt in the back. It was right here on the logo. And he goes, I'm the Shams oh, man. nice. Okay. So we all laughed, and then they let him in for free. They let him in. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, wait, so. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Before we go any further. Amari Burgos, uh, love you guys from the 4-4 rip. Uh, Xavier Fernandez passed away from cancer this week. Yeah, um, so I read about that. So Xavier ended up, if I'm, if I'm correct, in the uh, Rockland County District Attorney's Office as an investigator. He was a uh, delegate for about six years in the 4-4, went up to the rip. Um, he ended up going to Rockland County DA squad. He ended up passing away from cancer this week, young guy. So uh, God rest his soul, and um, thanks for bringing that us bringing that up to us, Amari. Um, you know it's important to get that stuff out there. So, yeah, man, it bothers me that um, you know people who are on the job and they finally get off, and then like you know they get sick right afterwards. They didn't even have a chance to really enjoy their retirement. Um, I bumped into a, an old friend of mine, and he was a, a Cranston PD that's in uh, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. Like I, I just I saw him with like um, a cane. It was almost like the remember the movie Gangs of New York, that big wooden thing that he had. He used to do. He put the markings in after he hit somebody over the head with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before uh, the butcher killed him. But anyway, that big thing, like he was holding on to that thing and walking with it. So I was like, hey, what's that? What's that from? Like I didn't realize it, but the guy had a stroke. Oh, geez, nice. And I'm like, really? You just retire? Like within a year, you get a stroke. Like you can't even like you can't you know enjoy your pension. I told you the story about uh, my old lieutenant, right? That he uh, he he would he would be behind the desk. I can't believe I just forgot his name. Um, and uh, I used to tell him, LT, why aren't you retired? And he said, the boss at home is worse than the boss at work. And uh, he stayed till he was sixty three, and he died nine months later after he retired. Man, fucking <laughs> he, tragic. He knew he knew what was good for him. <laughs> the funny, oh, yeah, the yeah. funny thing is that my friend that had the stroke, like you know, um, he he still talks a lot though. Mm. Like yeah. you know, you figure you'd shut the fuck up if if, if he had a stroke. <laughs> a calm now he's still oh, and God. you got to pay attention to him. 
and he's just mm. rattling off stuff and I'm, i forget it. it was so funny i kept thinking oh my lieutenant was was larry gallagher sorry i just all right. remembered all right <laughs> anyway I, that's great all right you want you ready to move on to the story let's do it let's do it let's do it let's do it all right so it wasn't really a, like a big week in crime believe it or not but we did have one incredibly fascinating story and that is the story that's taken over the news um and that is uh paul pelosi uh he was attacked he was attacked in his home by an intruder uh that came approximately about 2 a.m he broke in through the back. Uh, it looks like it appears to me like he broke in through the back here. Now, except the glass, well, except the glass is broken out. So you know, you know what everybody said that, but this is an interesting <laughs> thing. When you look at it now, if you have a hammer, right, and you break through the glass, first of all, there's a difference between a rock going through the glass. That's where the the, the glass goes inside. And if you're chopping away at it with a hammer or hitting it a couple of times, it's going to fall yeah, straight down. Sure, sure. But if you look at the wiring over here, this is um, that's uh, you know the mesh to keep the flies out, the screen door, mm -hmm. and that he went through with the hammer and all the debris from the concrete and stuff like that. There was uh, you know whatever they used, uh, it's, it's that's what's on the ground there as well. See, the reason why I mention this is because when this story initially came out, um. There was a lot of uh, immediately, uh, you know, conjecture. these different theories. A lot of conjecture. These, a lot, yeah, a lot of theories came out about it. As a matter of fact, Elon Musk got caught up in it. He put it. Um, he, what did he say? He said uh, he told everybody to wait a minute because he had and he shared a story that he saw from some shady publication. And you know, that's the world. The world we're living in right now is that we don't trust anything anymore. And um, it turns out after this investigation was done and, uh, you know, completed that. Well, the preliminary investigation. Yeah, the preliminary investigation. But mm -hmm. it appears that this was legit. And, yeah. you know, we mentioned you talked to me about this before the show, but you have sources in San Francisco. Yep. And what, yep. what do they say? So I have an NBC News reporter um, and sources in San Francisco PD that said it was a stranger. Um, the guy had a hammer when he got in there. Um, you know, I know it's funny for everybody to say, oh, you know, there was probably a homosexual, uh, you know, relationship and Pelosi was away. But at the end of the day, if if I, I'm I'm for laughs as much as the next person. But if we continue to if we act like what we claim to abhor, right, all the bullshit stories that they put out about Trump, the way they attacked his son and his family. If we do that back, we're no we're no better. So um, they said that um, it was a legit um, assault. Uh, the guy did say that he wanted to uh, break Pelosi's kneecaps so they could wheel her in to the uh, uh, Senate floor with her kneecaps broken or whatever. Um, and uh, uh, it, they just said that San Francisco PD took way too long to put the, the story out and they were putting it out in bits and pieces, which was leaving too much open for interpretation. So right. this is know, the, that's one this, component of it. Yeah, His name is uh, David DePape. Apparently, he lived in um, in a school bus in the yard of his ex-wife and their kids. And when we putting the pieces of this story together, so the way the story originally came out was it was a home invasion and there was a fight over this uh, hammer. And then for some reason, it came out that they were both in their underwear, which I have yet, you know, that was an initial thing that I saw that sounded odd. 
I sleep in my underwear. But the, I mean, no, no, the no. Guy... I'm saying the guy who intruded came in his underwear. Yeah. Well, so they were both. So that. No, but I'm just saying that's that's probably not even true. Like right, nobody's yeah, even exactly, addressed yeah. that yet. We still don't know that for a fact, but it yeah. might not even be true. Like the guy right. showed up, right? And now that we find out he shows up, he's got uh, flex cups on, you know, those plastic handcuffs. Um, he's got a book that he writes all this nonsense in, which is like a, a dead giveaway. <laughs> to like, um, <laughs> and he's got a whole bunch of other things, the hammer, yeah, a couple of other things that, you know, to, to create this, to do this crime. And then we look at the crime scene. And initially, when this picture came out, everybody was saying that the glass was on the outside. And, you know, everybody's like, um, you know, everybody is like, this, uh, <laughs> well, we're all doing the we're all cyber crimes on the Internet right now. But if you look at the freaking this mesh thing right here, the screen door, whatever yeah. it was that he had to destroy, a lot of that debris is coming from that. So, yeah, yeah all yeah, the yeah. things that they said, um, you know, like that was the counter story to what the real story was. It turns out it's easily explainable. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we're creating these lies, but not just. Because the argument is that, um, you know, oh, uh, this is what happens when, you know, the Trump effect and people going crazy over that kind of stuff. But it happens on both sides. I mean, Scalise right. got shot playing softball. Uh, he's a Republican. You know what I'm saying? People get deranged on both sides. Yeah. So it's yeah. not exclusive to uh, whatever party you fall in. There's crazy people on each side. I mean, this guy had this whole thing planned out. You know what so, I'm saying? Yeah. So, and and you're absolutely right. So, there's a couple of other components to this, right? Now, um, as as I was on the elliptical today, trying not to die, um, uh, I was uh, unfortunately the gym had, you know, you have like ten TVs, and one of them was on CNN, and the closest one to me. So I'm reading the closed captioning, and they're talking about the outrage, how you know they have to condemn this attack and they have to talk about this and and the republicans have to stop this stuff and they have to head it off at the pass and yada 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 and i was i, I just couldn't help but think to myself where the fuck were all you people during the summer of 2020 when this when these cities were burning right um when kathy griffin is that her fucking name kathy griffin kathy griffin yeah, whatever yeah. her fucking name is was holding up the head of an effigy of effigy of uh donald trump uh when people were attacking baron when people were um uh, uh you know when Scalisi got shot um and just in, in San Francisco alone there was a mention about it in the chat how you know people have been subjected to the filth and the disgusting um uh, uh living conditions in San Francisco um in Pelosi's district and nobody's virtue signaling and pretending to care about them when when cops are getting killed nobody's going up and having press conferences none of the democrats are having press conferences saying stop this violence all these kids kids are getting killed in a record number in chicago i think 70 kids have been have been uh, uh killed since the beginning of the year under the age of 14 in chicago i mean it's unprecedented where's the uh press conferences from lori lightfoot and and the rest of the bums saying hey stop this violence against each other because it's not white boys that are driving through chicago and killing little black kids it's black people that are killing black kids in Chicago. So it's it's amazing to me the hypocrisy that CNN at all can say the, the 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 Republicans have to condemn this but they don't say shit when all this other stuff is happening. Yeah, well, you see the problem is that um <laughs> this kind of stuff is goes on on both sides, you know, this yeah, kind of, of um you know what I'm saying? And um 
That's the first thing I said. You know, it just so happens that people jump to that story, that initial made-up story that came from this, like, shady, you know, just because it sounded good to them. That's what they wanted to hear. Right. Uh, it's not the reality. But the reality is, is that, um, you know, may, does this thing take place if, you know, there wasn't so much crime? That's the question, because even the, the Republicans who, you know, were uh, didn't jump on the bandwagon, they were quick to say, well, this is a result of the high crime. Like, is this guy under a, a lawful state? Is this guy not even thinking about this or doesn't even think he can pull it through? Is this guy's mindset like I could take I could do this right now because nobody's going to stop me because nobody's stopping crime. So that's the question is like, you know, is this part of the fact that we are not uh, we decide that we weren't going to prosecute criminals? So um, you got You got to take the good with the bad. I mean, like you got to own up to it, man. Maybe it is your fault that this kind of shit is happening. You live in um, probably the best neighborhood one of the best neighborhoods in the United States, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, you probably have private security. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow this guy got through onto your property with, you know, and was able to break into your back door. Absolutely. This guy yeah. was like, so the, the way that the whole thing happened supposedly was he broke in. He was confronted by uh, Paul Pelosi. And then uh, they had a conversation in which he told him he wants his wife. And then he said, uh, she's not here right now. She's mm-hmm. away. She won't be home for a couple of days. Okay, I'm going to wait. And then basically, he kind of sort of sat down. So Paul Pelosi went to the bathroom and called 911. Right, yeah, which anybody would do. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. you're talking about a crazy person right now. You're talking about mental illness. Somebody probably, turns out he's not even here, like, legally. He's a Canadian who came here 20 years ago and never bothered to extend, <laughs> you know, he just stopped doing his visa. And uh, he's been living here in... in <laughs> Down the river, like uh, he's yeah, the real. Yeah. What was that Chris Farley character? I live down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> was that guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, listen, man. There's it, it, so the other part of this is bail reform, right? I mean, uh, let's talk about what is his name, Gascon, right? The the, the district attorney over there. I mean, yeah. what does he have? Happen? A I guess he doesn't even so, have like a criminal record, though. This guy, but the thing is, right? First of all. Let's go with the charges. The first thing that stuck out with me is that they're charging this guy with attempted murder. Mm-hmm. You could, you can push someone in front of a subway in New York. You can shoot a cop. Remember the 16-year-old that shot that cop, mm-hmm. right? The Bloods member or whatever the fuck yeah. he was. He got attempted. He got charged with attempted manslaughter, and they fucking dropped the charges. So they charge this guy with attempted murder, and I guarantee you, bail reform is not going to come knocking on his cell. I guarantee you that motherfucker is going to be in lockdown 24-7 in a hole until this thing happens, unless he gets Epstein. You know, sorry, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do believe that Epstein was killed. And this fucking guy, <laughs> if, if he makes it out, it will be a Well, miracle. they also charge him with kidnapping a public official, which she wasn't Kidnapping a public official's family. No, it was a family member. Really? Attempted kidnap. Yeah, it was attempted. Oh, it was attempted kidnap of a public official. Of like, a public official's a, family member. Yeah. That's you know when you when you do those charges, you know that as soon as you get down, they're gonna throw that one out. That's anti-crime, uh, color. <laughs> before we move on to uh, other stories uh, that are in the news that aren't so great, but we'll, we'll cover them. We'll have a laugh. Let's go back to the chat for a minute. What are we talking about here? So, um, 
Max Love, he was trying to escape. He was locked in the dungeon. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, would you fuck me? Pauline Buckles, I don't know if we'll ever get the facts. The Pate will be locked up forever for this. Yep. Like, you know what's funny about, you know, he, coincidentally, he happens to have, they're saying that he has to ha happens to be part of a conspiracy theorist. And uh, so now how do we determine that somebody is a conspiracy theorist regarding the election? Did he like a page or somebody's right. Uh, comment? Right. Is that what we're yeah. deeming? Did he like a hundred yeah. comments? Did he post up anything himself? Like that's where it gets like a shady, you know, like and then his wife as well is somebody who's prone to conspiracy theorists. Supposedly he's a nudist. Um, so the whole thing is like counter it's like weird. Like he's he's this nudist, which would you think would be like a liberal thing to do, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's got these lefty opinions. Yeah, you know, I know these righty opinions, and he's uh he's this um well, it's such an easy thing to fucking just throw on top of it, like he, a conspiracy theorist, because right. he didn't agree with yeah. everything. Like, so, for example, if I didn't agree with the vaccine, all of a sudden I'm going to if somebody hits me in the head with a hammer. I'm going to be like, I'm a conspiracy theorist because yeah. I didn't I didn't agree with the vaccine or any of the mandates. So, you know, and people that watch the show know that I don't like using the term mentally ill loosely. Right. It annoys me when people do that shit. I give this guy the mentally ill uh, label. I think this motherfucker is crazier than a shithouse rat. And um, I think that it's going to uh, be part of probably his defense if he makes it to trial. Because I do think he's nuts. Um, and I personally don't think he's a lefty or a righty. I think he's uh, just fucking off his rocker. Um, and, you know, he's, he's just fucking nuts. Um, he probably, uh, you know, hates uh, Pelosi's policies. Um, and he probably would try to attack... The former president, if uh, he had the chance. So, I mean, I don't know. Listen, you know? it's 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 the irony. You can cut it with a knife because, on the one hand, you could say, um, you know, this is the right right wing mentality to break into people's houses and attack them. Really? Right. That's like that's one thing you could say if you were on the left. You could say that. Look at look at what their rhetoric, uh, you know. Um, becomes this is what they, they go crazy with this 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 right-wing ideology and then on the left you could say um well th this is what your crime thing has become you don't want to lock up criminals you want to let people come through the border and uh, you know and they could stay here forever even though they're not citizens and this is what you manifest so it's like the chickens you know, come home he, to roost yeah. it's the same story that people look at in two different ways yeah. And you can never, ever change the other person anyway, because it's so easy to just um, speaking of easy. Let's just go to this story, because this is really this is a real. New I, thought York crime. Say, I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say something about me. <laughs> now, this is a real New York crime story. Pear brutally beats man, 78 years old, who asked him to lower the music on an Upper West Side train a subway. Uh, so they're on the ride in the subway. And these two people right now. Um, I guess they're playing their music a little bit too loud. And somebody, a 78-year-old, don't ask me why, but goes up to them. This is like a scene to me. Do you remember the movie? Um, what was the one with Charles Bronson where his wife gets killed and uh, his daughter gets killed and he becomes the vigilante? Oh, um, 
Death Wish? No, it wasn't Death, Death Wish. Wish. Yeah, it was Death Wish. Yeah, it was Death. It was Death. And Wish. he just goes and he just starts killing bad people. I have, I have. Listen, I want to make a movie. Like Bernie gets. So but the city is actually like that. The way the movie depicts the way the city was at that time, where you could be on the train playing your music all real loud, and some old man is like right before he gets like out, warriors. Goes, warriors. Hey, you know, you should have some respect, young bucks. You should play that music a little lower. Not everybody wants to hear you. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Like, like they're really beating up old people for telling them to shut their music so, off. So uh, the problem that the problem that I have with it, right, is um an old person should be allowed to say something to young people and put them in their place, right? Um of course, that's the way we grew it, up. I mean, right? That's the way we grew up. So um the fact that this old guy was annoyed enough because you know he was probably scared was annoyed enough to say, and I'm sure he probably was like, can you please lower that? You know, mm -hmm. and then they acted like the fucking savages that they are, and they beat him, right? Because they're savages. This is, mm -hmm. it's a testament to society, to the way we are. I was helping my 70-year-old, my 78-year-old neighbors, like, walk up the five flights of stairs in a tenement building where I lived. I was helping them carry up grocery bags. I was helping them hang up curtains in their in their apartments. These assholes on the train, if, if, if I was with my friends coming home from a night of partying, and we were a little intoxicated. We were on a train and somebody told us to tone it down, especially if it was an old person. Mm -hmm. We would be embarrassed. We'd be embarrassed. Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. These people are savages, man. They're savages. Yeah, it really, it seems like Death Wish. It seems like just if, you, if you're too young to remember, but if you do remember Death Wish, Charles Bronson, wife gets killed, daughter gets killed, and uh, they broke into their apartment, these thugs. And then he just becomes this vigilante. He's killing all the bad guys all over the city, and they're looking for him. Great, great movie. But that's what this city has become because it's almost like a cartoon in a way. It's like crazy. the way that it's depicted in uh, that 1970s movie is like a cartoon. And this is the same cartoon as shit. These are two grown people right here. Look at that. We're not talking about little kids. These are two grown people. Say it with me. Beat up a 78-year-old man because he told him to play the music lower. Uh, and maybe. why would you even be playing music on the subway? It's uh that's okay. Here's another one. Group beats Rob's teen at Queen Subway Station. More savages. Using, using uh so when we look at this picture right now, we're seeing it's the same thing over and over again. But what we're seeing is in New York City, it's a lot of group of women, <laughs> young women, young women. And groups doing these crimes. <clears throat> yep. It's freaking Savages. crazy because, you know, what we think about it, you know, we don't really like, as far as I'm concerned, I don't relate women to crime that much. But then every single week we're, we're bringing up another crew of women doing some despicable crime on a subway, in the street, robbing people. So, so part of the problem is, right, you see the pattern. I see the pattern. People mm -hmm. in the chat see the pattern. And... The police department probably sees the pattern. But guess what? If they start addressing that pattern, they're called racists. They're called misogynists. They're called um, they're, they're, they're over, overly enforcing stupid laws in the subways. Mm -hmm. So if you're a beat cop or you're a cop who's in the subway now working overtime because now they're giving out overtime hand over fist for the cops to work um, in the subway and you see a roving group of... Um, Teens, young females, wilding, like the Central Park Five, wilding, right, in the subway, and you go to approach them and stop them, and then they start making a fucking scene, guess who's going to end up losing? The cops going to end up losing. So how yep. do you address these patterns when everything is normalized? I've said that before. I'll say it a hundred times. 
Well, they're trying, man. They're flooding the train stations right now. Uh, so hopefully we got to figure out something out. Uh, the election's coming up. I have a thing. I have a feeling like things are going to change drastically uh, here in New York State. But in the meantime, this is the um, this is the residual effect of it. Where this this the first guy we showed you, he was um, seventy eight year old man beat up on the subway, and then somebody robbed. This is somebody who's just standing on a corner waiting to cross the street. That happens to be. This is how it hits home. Okay. Ex-New York City Transit Chief Sarah Feinberg randomly punched on a Manhattan street. She's literally just waiting across the street, and somebody comes up to her and punches her right in the face. Did Former you- New York City Transit Authority President Sarah Feinberg was reportedly punched in the face by an unknown assailant. Uh, it's 1.15 in the afternoon. You're on 6th Avenue and 21st Street. You think you're safe. There are th- literally like hundreds of people around you, uh, just down the block, everywhere, moving around. This is a very busy area. And some nut comes out of nowhere and just punches you in the face. Doesn't need to be a nut. It's a savage. Could you go back to her picture for a second? Yeah. So she looks like the bride of Chucky, mm. doesn't she? Maybe that's doesn't she? Maybe she does. Hollow. She Maybe looks like guy. the bride of Chucky. Maybe the guy freaked out. He thought it was Chucky's wife. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to throw that in there because to me, she looks like the bride of Chucky. Um, but yeah, listen, it sucks, right? Um, mm. People are getting attacked. It, it's 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 going to start hitting home. Um, look, it happened to Pelosi's husband, right? Unfortunately, um, Lee Zeldin, they, they shot people were shooting in 30 feet from his uh, house in Suffolk County. His 16-year-old twin daughters, I think, were, were in the house when it happened. I mean... The list goes on and on and on and on. Um, but are they going to do anything about it? I don't know. Well, don't know. they might not be able to solve this case. You know why? Because um, where is this? Uh... But she did not seek police attention. So she's coming after the fact, telling somebody this story that's yeah, in the news of what happened to her. Because guess so what? So that doesn't help to... anybody. That all that does is ensure that somebody else is going to get punched in the face on that fucking corner because you failed to do your civic duty because she's virtue signaling. Probably. I don't know what the hell she, why, why would you bring it up? Just shut up, just shut up and go away. <laughs> You're right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's the same person. She lost her job because there were people opposed to, uh, you know, she was an interim and then the people were opposed to her running for the full position. And then she just bailed out, made it easy for everybody. I mean, how many times are you going to quit in life? Sweetheart. Somebody punch you in your face. You can't give a police report. I mean, for crying out loud, there's, there's yeah. probably 10, 15 more people going to get punched in their face before they figure out who this guy is. You might have helped out. All right. We're at 34 minutes. Let's uh, go back to the chat and uh, see what's going on here before we well, continue. Milwaukee civilian and somebody else are giving out our uh, um, time slots and how to tune in and all other stuff, So, which is fantastic. Thank you. But they're having a whole separate conversation about that. So let's let's skip past that. Let's see. Uh, respect the elderly. I disagree, of course. Milwaukee civilian stirring the pot. The elderly have gotten away with too much for too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Uh, good luck, Powerball. One billion dollar. One million dollar. One billion dollars tonight. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I, I gotta freaking play it, man. You know what? You're not gonna win. You're not gonna win. I have it on my no, I have it on my phone. 
Um, but the thing is, is like, you know what? If you got a crumb, the way you would dick, uh, you, the way you pull in addicts, is you got to give wait. them. What did dick? What? What did somebody? Addicts, addicts. I'm oh, saying the way you pull you people dick. in, you got to give them a win every once in a while. I play the other ones. I play the daily number because I have the are app you, on my are phone. You the are you the degenerate that stands? I'm not. In the, in I'm, not I'm not at all. I'm not at all. When I I'm shaking my pants because I just drank too no, much coffee and I'm no, trying I, to run. I hate that. I hate that person. Oh, I have it on my you. phone. I did it on my phone. Okay. But if right. you can give me a crumb, everyone, let me win $50, $60, a hundred dollars. I'll be your I'll be your fan for life. I know. I've been playing this freaking thing for months. I didn't I won like eleven dollars. <laughs> you know, my father used to play the numbers like that. And uh, you know, he didn't leave me much, but when he passed. Um, he told me I could have all the lotto tickets in it. Like he had a bag when he was in, my father had cancer. God bless. He was, him. Di he was dying of cancer in the hospital. Oh, he had yeah, this yeah, bag. I still have the bag. It's a, it's bag a green, of it's a green, no, it's a green backpack, <laughs> but inside there. And while he was in the hospital, I always used to go play his numbers too. Used to give me money to play. That, right? And I used to take it and I just put the thing. So I went when he passed, I went and I had a stack like this. So I stood in line, and uh, the guy's just running all these tickets. And every once in a while, you hear, ding, 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 ding. And the guy behind me is going, uh, oh, man, you're doing good, man. You're doing good. You're going to get a lot of money. <laughs> you got and then at, the end, at, the, at the end of it, it was like $32.60. <laughs> and the guy, the guy goes, oh, well, sorry, man. He goes, you, this is my inheritance. <laughs> This, oh, is what, this is every penny my father's living me right now. Oh, <laughs> These freaking God. lotto cards. <laughs> so I really quick, it's... Sandra H asks a question in the chat. What good does it do to report it? Talking about the bride of Chucky when she got snuffed. Um, um, it makes a lot go of good. First of all, because if you could even give a slight description, uh, maybe they um, or they. OK, so I'm going to bring you back to a story. There's a lot of cameras in New York City. OK, and last week we talked about this. There was a robbery on the subway. This freaking guy. Where is he? I'll show you to you. Now that we're on it, we could kill this story right here. Look at this guy. This guy, uh, he pushed somebody. He shoved them like a football player would shove somebody out of bounds. Some guy who was minding his own business is walking straight ahead. He pushed him. And you know how they caught him? Through facial recognition. I mentioned that mm -hmm. during the show. You did. And um uh, you know, Angel didn't think that was possible to use facial recognition. Apparently, we are using it. So it, had she reported this crime, maybe they could have went to the cameras that were on the corner, got a good picture of him, done a facial recognition, and arrested him before he does this punch. Is He punches 10 other people. And maybe somebody's not really uh, prepared to take a punch to the face, and they want to fall and hit their head, and they die. That's why it was important for her to report it. Yeah, you have to. Um. Amelia Wolnick's, oh, oh, I hope I'm saying that right. I don't like these politicians, but I don't like to see these types of attacks. I can't stand the clown, but I don't condone violence against him. Our leaders are horrible, but don't condone violence. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, that's what we said in the beginning of the show. Um, you know, we can't, we can't claim to abhor what the left did to Donald Trump and how they encouraged violence and how Madonna said she was going to kill a president and... Uh, some other asshole 
Um, um, you don't want to become a country study. where no, your life absolutely. is your life is on the line because you de you decided to run for run public forms. service. Yeah, exactly. No way, no way, yeah. no way. Do I wish violence, or does this show which violence, uh, wish violence on uh, Nancy Pelosi, your family, or anybody, anybody mm -hmm. involved in politics? Absolutely, not at absolutely. all. We're we're law enforcement. Yeah. Um, not at all. You know, you know the way you um. The way you, you you share your voice and your opinion is right here. You vote. You yeah. vote. I voted today. Yeah. Okay, that's the way you express your opinion. Nothing more than that. Well, it's the same, it's the same way how the left all of a sudden claim to care, claim to back the blue after January 6th, right? They didn't give a oh, shit yeah. about them before then. And well, they don't give a don't shit forget, about them now. You know, it's all these guys. Narrative. They're running. They're running and hiding because they made all these defund the police statements, right at, right on George Floyd, uh, Floyd when it was convenient for them to jump on the bandwagon. And now all of a sudden, they're faced with losing their jobs because they realized that was a stupid thing to do. You got caught up emotionally. You should have used your brain. So good for you. Yeah. November yeah. is going to be the <clears throat> time. A good riddance to you. And uh, try to f figure out your uh, your, is, your your political is, career after that. Is anybody right. else? Oh, okay, go ahead. All right, here we go. Indiana resident residents fight back, take down would be robber in apartment break in. Police say, uh, Kokomo, Indiana. Oh, did they keep his ass. <laughs> Wait till you see this picture. Police took suspect Merrill Tyler to hospital to treat his. Look at this guy's face, man. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> so so there's a lot of things going on there. Apparently, what was hitting him was a righty because the left. Well, there was three of them. Fuck up. There was three. I think it was three brothers. Is he winking at me or is he just? Uh, there was three of them. They he broke. He broke into the wrong apartment. Fucked him up. I and they one more time, please. I gotta see this. I love this. <laughs> this is my whole life. This is what makes me happy. He should have Everlast tattooed oh, on his neck. Giddy. Punch giddy, <laughs> I get giddy when I see this. That's awesome. Kid caught a beat, and that's all it really takes, really. You know what I'm saying? It has to be the community. Like I've had a couple say, of perps. I've had a couple of perps coming to the police. But you don't want to listen. When you used to get there, and uh, and somebody, I, I remember somebody was trying to break into this freaking his Hasidic school. Uh, right there in Brooklyn, and we were doing something. I don't know why we were in a task force. A call comes over, and I was in a task. We showed up. There. This was the kid right here. Look, just like that, <laughs> and it was the Hasids. You know how the, the Hasids? Yeah, you ever see them yeah. dance when they fucking stomp when they get up in the well, line and they stomp? That's what they did. This to face. this this kid tried to break into a school there and steal the computers, <laughs> and they had a field, and then they called the police. They beat him that, like a baby seal. Yeah, that, when they could, when they when they got tired, they called the police. All right, here we go. I choose not to live in fear. Portland coffee shop bounces back after target attack over police event. This poor lady, what she wanted to do was set up a situation in her community. This is her, by the way. Her name is Loretta Guzman. She owns Bison Coffee House, and she wanted to put together. Uh, what was called uh, coffee with a cop. Oh, nice. And uh, so this way you could, you know, sit down and maybe have a discussion, answer some questions, whatever. But it's, no sooner did she put up announcing that she did, she wanted to do this, 
that uh, all these negative comments start coming from some because she's in by the left. She's in Portland, by the way. And then this the video that's uh, the accompanies it is them breaking uh, basically breaking apart her store. They smashed her window. They went inside. They destroyed everything. Uh, man, it breaks your heart because all she was trying to do was um, I don't know, just uh, had a good idea of communicating the cops with the police she's 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 into law enforcement whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but luckily uh you know she's a cancer survivor so she don't give up easy god bless her um and she goes yeah i, I still got busted windows yeah my shop is not together inside but the support of the community and the people have been way bigger than uh what they did to me and uh like i said she's a cancer survivor i just wanted to give her props for trying to put something together. Yeah. And uh, that's that. You know what? It's so funny that we just bring up the Pelosi story about a right wing, probably conspiracy theorist. And then we have these animals, same type of person that would go through this lady's business because she wanted to have coffee with a cop. Yeah. In her yeah. in her private business. But if she would have had and uh, they destroyed her business. But if she had a statue of George Floyd in her in her coffee shop. And wanted people to come in there, they'd be uh, knocking themselves over to go in and buy all her coffee. But it's what the fuck is the difference, crazy. really, between the mentality? Stupid. We have these people on the peripheral, the people that are already broke. They're you know they're stupid people anyway, and now all of a sudden we're, we're dictating our whole lives by what a couple of radicals want to do. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's a good story. Off-duty Minnesota police officer rushes without hesitation to save collapsed man working out in the gym. Um, my training just kicked in. South St. Paul Police Sergeant Michael Dahl said. This is Michael Dahl. He was working out in a gym. He's in this CrossFit gym. And some guy went into cardiac arrest and he saved his life. He jumped right oh, in. Uh, he used the um, what was it called? AFib? Defibrillator. Defibrillator. And he... Uh, he saved the guy's life. So, you know, that's what you need. You need feel-good stories, too. It can't all be that like was, beating them. That's the big thing, right? And and that's so I always have my gun with me wherever I go, pretty much mm-hmm. everywhere. And my kids, when they were younger, especially my daughter, used to always ask me, why are you always, why do you always have your gun? You know, why mm-hmm. why are you always, I used to joke around and say, you know, I'm always strapped, right? And my daughter used to say, well, why are you always strapped? And my big thing is I, I want to save somebody else's life. Like, of mm-hmm. course, I want to prevent myself from getting hurt. I want to prevent myself from getting robbed. But I want to save somebody else's life. I want to be able to be in the mall and if God forbid some fucking nut walks in there, to use your terminology, and start shooting up the place, then I'm able to save somebody's life. So, you know, and, and just being in the gym, right, helping somebody. Cops do this shit all the time, all the time. And they don't get enough credit for it, you know, because Listen, half the time they don't look for it. As a sworn police officer, um, you are given this incredible amount of power. And one of them is that you can carry a firearm. You're you're giving this this charge to be able to, God forbid something happens, to protect other people and to not take advantage of it or to to decide, all right, listen, you know, uh, I'm going to be a cop when I'm a cop. And then when I'm off duty, I'm off duty. You know, that's, that's a personal choice. But at the end of the day, the guy who chooses to carry and the guy who chooses to, um, God forbid, something happens, take action. 
be ready for to 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 save lives. That's a person you have to you know you have to admire. You know Absolutely. they're not just thinking about themselves. They're thinking, of, and it's also the person that you want to have a gun. You know, yeah. we, we use this, you know, this term guns like it's such an awful thing. Well, it's an awful thing when it's in the wrong hands. Right. Right. Which the gun, which the gun laws, um, what they're doing in New York City. Right. These gun free zones. Again, we spoke they're about not the gonna last. They're already, but they're not only are they not going to last, they're just not going to affect um, criminals. They're going to affect. Well, they can affect law abiding yeah, well, citizens. But if, I mean, um, if the law abiding citizens abide by that law then they're going to be the only ones affected by it because criminals Let me ask you a question. don't obey if we, the law. If, if we're so hell-bent on letting people that should be going through the system or incarcerated out, then it stands to reason that we want the bad people to have the guns and the good people to not. What what are we doing right now? How do you explain this to the average person that we're going to take the, hand, the guns out of uh, good people and just make sure bad people have them? The guns aren't going away. Any right. gun law that you have is only arming somebody who's not a criminal because you couldn't yep. get the firearm if they were a criminal. Yep. And they are bringing them up from the southern states they're claiming, right? Which, I mean, it's true. A lot of the mm -hmm. guns are coming up from down south. But who's bringing them up here? And if, if, if you don't allow police to target the demographic that are bringing them up here when they're driving in their cars um, on the corridor, on the 95 corridor, then it's never going to stop. And people are not going to allow the police to be aggressive and target the people who are bringing the guns up here. So it's, it's, it's never going to end. Uh, what did uh, Mary go I got a job gentleman, but Marky Mark just wanted to let you know, I decided to be a long Island cupcake for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. She's uh, waiting to get on. Bye Mary. Uh, okay. Bye Mary Goldstein. Have a good time. All right. Yep. Let's see what else we got here. Um, we're running out of time. Death row inmate slices off his own penis after argument with official escalates. What? Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Your, you, wait, wait. You so you cut your dick to spite your face instead of cutting your nose? I what don't know. Fuck? Maybe this guy got That's extra bad. dick. Who knows? That's. Crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that would so so that would I'm, be the last appendage that I would consider chopping off would be my mm. penis. I would chop off. Everything else before I went down to, to the big guy. Um, that would be the, the funny last. thing is, is um, if you look at the tweet, this was the first guy that responded said, I'll show them. And that was the funniest tweet that came out of probably 10,000 tweets. Was that I'll show them. <laughs> so shout out to that guy. Holy New York Supreme shit. Court reinstates all employees follow uh, fired for being unvaccinated orders back pay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what happened last week, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it, was uh, right after our show, uh, there's a judge in Staten Island, and he said that uh, because you can't, the vaccine does not prevent transmission, then this whole thing about firing people that were unvaccinated is hogwash. He ordered everybody uh, back to work wait, wait, and back pay. Wait, hold on a second. Did we just go back to like Little House and the hogwash? Who the fuck says hogwash? It's nonsense. You listen. What's hogwash? What are you fucking Laura Ingalls? It just came to my mouth. It just came to my mind. It's what I'm saying. It's bullshit. It's poppycock. It's poppycock. It's poppycock. There you go. But listen. But what happened immediately afterwards? The city appealed. So now we're back at the injunction. But. 
here's the bottom line. This thing makes it to Supreme Court, and they they wish to look at it, which they they probably might want if if it's a way to fuck New York and all the blue states, because they're a majority right now. So uh, they're going to root in favor for this, and uh, these people are going to be get their jobs back. And you know, at first I started like really like uh, they go crazy over it, but then I realized there's only like 46 cops that are on this list, and or maybe it's 36 and like I don't know 27 firefighters or something. The rest are board of education workers. Well, but either way, they're city workers. Well, I got I, I think I mentioned uh, one of my followers on Instagram. She's uh, like eight months pregnant, and she is uh, on the job on NYPD, and mm-hmm. they made her resign because she. She wouldn't take the vaccine because of her, mm-hmm. her baby, because of mm-hmm. the unborn child. God I bless mean, you. Whoever you up. are, you made the right decision. It's fucked up. God it is really going to reward you. But so that's the deal right now. This judge in Staten Island, he's he said um, that because the vaccine does not uh, stop transmission, it doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or not. And at that point, everything else is null and void. So. Yeah. Um, he ordered these people back to work. The city filed an injunction. And the irony is, this is where I really get like crazy with. Um, that's where you know there's got to be outside money talking. Soros. Because George why, Soros. Why is Eric Adams still sticking to this? It's 1,200 workers. Most of them work for the Board of Education. So they're going to be people of color. Why are we getting rid of these people? Even the 36 cops, you're going to have to train somebody else to do their job. It costs over $100,000 to train a cop. So what the fuck are we doing right now? You could have easily just said, well, the Supreme Court, sa- no, not the Supreme Court. Well, the, 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 um, well, the, the federal court Supreme said, court, yeah. yeah, said that this is it. There's nothing we can do. We're going to wash our hands with it, put them back to work, give them back pay. Why are you fighting this unless because, you're because, getting outside money? Because he's a narcissistic prick. It's um, not him. It's bigger than that, man. Well, it's no, he's part that. of it. He's a big part of it because he's doubling down. Nah, and somebody, I, I, listen. First of all, you're wrong, right? About a hundred thousand dollars to to train each cop. Because if if in case you haven't been on Twitter, how much is it? Hold on a second. In case you haven't been on Twitter, I get attacked constantly when I post because you know I post the tribute every time a cop is killed in the line of duty, mm-hmm. um, and I get these these leftist little savage, fucking mouth breathing basement dwellers. Who tell me that apparently a hairdresser gets more training than a police officer? So, um, according to these these little mouth breathing savages, um, <laughs> these mental midgets, they uh, uh, cops don't get enough training. And um, how much more know. training? Get? At some point, you got to put people on the street. But how much does it cost to train a cop? Going through oh, the academy costs how much? At, at least, least. hundred grand. At least, at least. Yeah. So now you're getting thirty six back. You're looking for cops all over the uh, 45, whatever it is. It's so stupid. Nobody that wants we, you would, Unless somebody's telling you you got to do it. We covered this story already. Nobody We're coming to an end, man. folks. This is a funny one. Um, Pedicab on uh, on FDR pulled over. So this guy's actually, <laughs> he's on the FDR, which if you don't live in New York it. City, is, is a highway. That's insane. And uh, he's in a pedicab. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe the guy was stone fucked up. But at this point right now, everything is allowed on the highway. You got uh, people on scooters. You have. Um, it's not a highway. You know, it's a parkway. Bo- uh, what electric bikes? I mean, it's it's insane right now. It's it's uh, the city. That's what happens. The difference between law and order. Okay, 
when you have this type of mayhem. Yeah, yeah, Mm. absolutely. Listen, I I told you before, I I will tell anybody, I used to chase the motherfuckers until they crashed. They would run around in a 4.8 on their scooters and on their ATVs, on their quads, and uh, they would drive on the sidewalk, and I would chase them until they crashed, and then I would drive away and leave them there. All right, let me bring this up. Uh, For those of you who are a fan of the show for a while, you may remember Scott Labadio. Um, I'm probably saying his last name. He's an artist from Staten Island. Oh, yeah, 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 He's yeah, very, yeah. very outspoken. This is his latest piece of work. It's called The Greatest Shit Show on Earth. And uh, if you just take a look at it, man, it's freaking brilliant. This guy is <laughs> such a great artist. He's got so many works of art. I want to get him back on the show on a Thursday so I can interview him and catch up with him. And I'm going to reach out to him this week and, and, and get a date. But in the meantime... It's Scott Lebedo. Uh, See the way he spells it? L-O-B-A-I-D-O. Scott, two, L, uh, two T's, Lebedo.com. You can pick up one of these prints, a signed print from him. He doesn't even know that I'm doing this for him, but I just love the guy. He's um, he's out of his freaking mind, but he's such a great artist. One more time, take a look at that. It's uh, Biden, and he's writing <laughs> uh, AOC, and then Pelosi's in one corner, and... Uh, then you got Kamala, and then Fauci's up on the high wire. It's a great piece of work. I think the best part of it is the wording on the bottom. Did you see what he put on the wording? What is it? In God we in, trust. No, Brought it's in Gov. You. In Gov we trust. You see? Oh, in Gov we trust. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Brought the best part of the whole thing. By Soros. Yeah, there's so many things to his art. And it's the and greatest so, shit show on earth. You see the yeah, poop emoji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the poop emoji. <laughs> he's, he's so talented. Yeah. And uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a Queens origin uh, origin from Queens. So uh, I took my son to eat the other day at 57s on uh, Francis Lewis Boulevard, and this is a bite shock that I used to go to years ago. But I noticed a sign in their window, and it says New York stands with the NYPD. Yeah, this is, this is a bike shop. It's right there on Francis Lewis Boulevard between like I don't know. Uh, there, the sham- there is. Look at, the, it's between- look at the fucking shamrocks on the floor. Yeah, it's between 33rd and 35th Avenue on Francis Lewis Boulevard. That's the window display. This is the guy. If you need a bike and you live in Queens, uh, Robert Bicycles. Uh, He can give you a tune-up for the nice weather when it comes. He's at 3313 Francis Lewis Boulevard. The reason why I'm giving him the props is because he went out of his way to show a little love for the NYPD. And... um, and that's it. We're almost at the I'll end. Tell you folks. What, so let's what my my son is a cop in Suffolk County, and signs yeah. like that are in almost every storefront in Suffolk County. They love their cops out there. So good. I tell them to take a picture of it. it. We'll put it on the show. I love to see it. I, I want to help uh, anybody who wants to help a community really, uh, relations with a uh, with the police department, and let's just get back to a, a balance here where we're not. It just got so crazy for a while. Yeah. Uh, let's say uh, let's say a farewell to the people in the chat before I give my uh, closing gigs. What do you, you want to go, Angel? Um, Angel, what precinct? I'm in Suffolk. He's in the seventh. Um, Milwaukee civilian Mark Thursday show question mark. Thank you, Mark and Angel. Milwaukee civilian for Leo for the laughs. Glad to have your son out here. Uh, from Raquela, uh, prayers for his safety. Thank you. Amen. Um, the ugly truckling hogwash is funny to people who are distant from planet earth and or a just <laughs> big city brainwash folks who believe in gun control. <laughs> <laughs> 
The ugly trucklin. I know cops who couldn't pass the written portion of their driver permit test yet much less past the academy but they're working on the street yeah i know i know i know i know people who drive trucks who couldn't find a fucking uh uh uh, uh their dick with both hands but they're still driving trucks so. you ready for this watch this watch this what what does the yellow light mean <laughs> slow down <laughs> what does uh yellow light oh, mean slow down <laughs> What uh, do you know what that's uh, from? Yeah, no, I don't. It's from but taxi. It's, it's pretty bad. It's one of what, the was Belky. That was Belky. No, it was um Jim Ignatowski um, taking the road test. It's one of the Danny first DeVito? episodes. No, Jim Ignatowski comes in, and he's this drug addict, like freaking loser guy. Oh, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, take yeah. him to get his road test so he can have a job at least and be a cab driver. But when he's <laughs> sitting there, it's one of the most. It's one of the best scenes in sitcom history well, sorry i'm not that it's, old. no you're, i'm just saying it's up there with me it's up there with lucille ball okay and Smashing and the uh and eating the chocolate yeah 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 life. and yeah and uh you know uh you know jackie gleason the the you know so it's yeah, it's one of the best scenes in comedic history yeah. it's called what does this what does a yellow light mean and then uh it's jim taking his road test you got to see it yeah, i'll yeah. send it to you Anyway, is he, uh, so, isn't he the professor from um, uh, um back yes, back yes, yeah, but okay. before so, that, Christopher he was Lloyd, Jim, Christopher Lloyd, yeah. he was Jim Ignatowski. Okay, all right, cool. What are you talking about, Louis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he was great, he's always great, he's a great actor. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're at a minute one. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna do my uh breakdown of where I'm performing, but I'm doing a show on November 5th, it's at a firehouse. And uh, where is it? Floral that's Park. A, Floral that's Park. A bunch, fire. That's a bunch of Italians right there, my friend. Rafael Cohen. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Gooch. How you doing? It's like Sopranos casting over there. Yeah, Floral Park. Uh, uh, what is it? Engine Company 81. So if you live in Long Island and you want to come to this show, it's me, Rafael Cohen, Tommy Gooch, this guy, uh, Mats Palazza. And uh, we're gonna, I'm going to smash the shit out of them the way I always do. And uh, it looks like a good night. Annual comedy night at the firehouse. It's 50 bucks, so I'm sure it's going to be jam-packed because that's how good it is. And Beautiful. also, too, I have this um, where I'm also doing a comedy night on December 3rd, and this is uh, me headlining with uh, Jackie Byrne. I put this show together, actually, Jeffrey Paul and Rich Carucci, and that's going to be in um, at Portobello's, 175 Valley Road, Oakland, New Jersey. And for the people that live in uh, Myrtle Beach, thinking. if you live That's in Myrtle Beach, <laughs> South Carolina, I'm coming to you November 19th. If you want tickets, go to jjcomedy.com, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I'm going to be at the Hangout, and uh, it's pretty That's much my, it for me. What do you got, Angel? That's my favorite picture of you. That reminds me. That's the look that you give your girlfriend when you're trying to convince her. Please, honey. Please, please, I promise, please. <laughs> I'm looking at my hairline back then. <laughs> that's your squiggy picture. I love that's it. All I, that's all I look at is the hairline. Like, when did this happen right now? Did it, I bet you had to do with the vaccine. How did I lose all the fucking hair in the front? Because I saw my other friend. She's a comedian, Liz Millie, and she's talking about how uh, the, the vaccine made you lose hair. And I'm like, oh, shit, I lost fucking hair uh. from the vaccine. <laughs> well, listen, I got nothing. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bendiciones. 
follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Big Recon Man. Um, I'm there. I advocate for my police. That's what I do. I love my police. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I yeah, know. we know that, man. You're a good man. Thank, Thank you. you for showing up tonight, Angel. Uh, we'll be back next Monday night with another episode of The Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. In the meantime, I wish you guys a happy uh, Halloween. I hope you have a great time tonight. And uh, on behalf of uh, our show, thank you so much. And uh, we love you. Bye. Adios. Good stuff, man.